0: Hey guys, Carson here. Um, This episode is kind of a redundant episode of things that we've talked about collectively in the past, but in this episode, I do uh, talk about how I am starting therapy again. Um, It's something that I've been, if you listen to the full podcast episode, you'll hear the reasons why, but it's been on my mind a lot and I've kind of been self-reflecting to a point where I've realized that I'm not happy with myself right now or the person that I am. And I think that it's something that I can't just get out of on my own. So for the first time in years and years, I am choosing uh, therapy to uh, help guide me to a better sense of self, to be a better friend to myself, and to get the goal of being a happier person with who I am as an individual. Um, Therapy is cool. Um, trying medications is cool. I know that it's scary. This is something that I don't take lightly either because I'm going to be honest. I'm as excited as I am. I'm very nervous too, because what if it doesn't work? What if I don't get what I want out of it? What if it does take longer than it needs to? And I, I look for instant gratification. But I just want to remind you that there are resources out there, uh, with whether it be your workplace, whether it be, uh, itself uh there are resources out there uh for you for me for everybody it does not have to be expensive and if you would like to talk about to somebody who's going through this right now and look at options together please hit me up uh you have all of my information that you need and we'll cite links below thank you and we love you like old times (laughs) no more coffees no more just back to the back to the roots
1: I got the new monster strawberry
0: fuck you I didn't see that I just thought that was the pink one that they had the going back for seconds it was pretty good okay
1: I honestly thought the it would be more flavor heavy Mm Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's flavor. It tastes like strawberry, but I was expecting like very like. You're expecting in like your a, face like
0: a ghost or like a bang, and what well, a bang doesn't have flavor, but like ghost <coughs> flavor, like the sour patch ones where it's oh, like yeah, those oh are yeah, crazy. In and the face. skittles one this even it's it, the one that tastes
1: like red, <laughs> just tastes like red. <laughs> I uh, I saw they had, I saw a ghost the other day that was warheads. Mm-hmm. Oh, they have a
0: warheads Four locos too. That is on the market, and I've I'm never always, had a Four Locos, and I will never have one. But I was like, "Oh, f-
1: Warheads Four Locos? Yeah. God!" I'm always weird to try new energy drinks because, um, when they put out the most recent Winter Red Bull, mm-hmm. which was like the f- um, fig apple, yeah, yeah, I got it, and I was like really excited to try it. It's mid garbage. It's it's, it's below mid. You're right. I'm gonna say like three point five out of ten.
0: Yeah. I tried it uh, one of my coworkers got it and it should be good. She, like uh, <laughs> yeah, in theory. Like you're like, "Oh, it should be good." Oh, like, cuz I don't think Red Bull has ever made a bad
1: the Arctic, flavor. Like the last one too, when they had I think was Arctic Berry and mm-hmm. I liked that one.
0: The I still Coconut Supreme. Uh, Rain Supreme.
1: The, uh, the white co- one. Do you like the I like the cocoa Berry too. I don't know if I've had the cocoa Berry. It's like coconut blueberry or something. Hmm. It's really good. I'm indifferent about blueberry. Uh, like <laughs>
0: Blue Razz, like the older yeah. I get, the more it's not. Like it used to be like, oh, this shit slaps. But like um, I'm addicted to prime energy drinks, but I like the lime ones and the fruit punch ones a lot. But the uh, Blue Razz one, like you would expect to like it. You would think yeah. that would be like, oh, with Blue think I think it's, I, it, it's too much. Uh, mm-hmm. e- either too much or it's too dry. I don't know what it is, but I'm not a fan of the blue raspberry, which surprised me. But I don't know. Yeah, Maybe it's because I'm turning 30 and growing pains and things that I once enjoyed and I will no longer enjoy. Which is kind of what this episode's about. Which is also perfect timing for this episode for me not to shut the fuck up for again. Uh, because your voice is, you know, like, it's rough right now.
1: Yeah, I am... Um... It's weird, like, the last couple of weeks I've had, and I think it might be a side effect of my new inhaler that I've been using. Uh, it's just, like, my throat doesn't really feel dry, but it's, like, after talking for a while, like, it sounds like I've been, like, smoking cigarettes or something. Like yeah, yeah. It, like, I just have, like, a natural, like, rasp mm-hmm. to my voice the past couple of weeks. And then the past couple of days with, like, the cough and I had, like, a... It wasn't even like a sore throat on Monday. It was like, it felt like gravelly. Like every time I swallowed, it felt like I was like, had like gravel in my mm-hmm. throat or something. Yeah. It was, it was super weird. But like, wa- like I did like water. Um, I had hot tea. I had uh, just hot water with like a bunch of honey in it. And like nothing was doing it, nothing
0: was working. Yeah, I so you got what I had, but last I had mine last <laughs> week. You got yours this week, and then I my symptoms started on Sunday, and then by Tuesday I caved, and I was like, I tried to self medicate, and um, what I did wrong was funny story actually. <laughs> I t- mixed two medicines that you're not supposed to mix because they counteract or e- oh. ca- or, they, or do they have, like, the same they, active ingredient? They have the same active ingredient. And yeah. so it didn't, like... And it, then I didn't read the labels because my skateboarding profession has led me to self-diagnose myself as well as self-medicate myself. So when I get sick, I just take... Like You know, like a, a little surprise mini bag of yeah. pills, like five of them, just swallow them And it's like, one of those will stick,
1: right? I do the same, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: didn't work I'll this time. <laughs> I'll hit it.
1: Like, uh, uh, on Tuesday, Tuesday was the worst day because I had the throat and, um, like, sinus congestion issues. like, mm-hmm. And so, in the morning, I took a Zyrtec and also did, like, a... Uh, it's not FloNase, but it's like a not in, a not over the counter nasal spray. Yeah, did that. Then when I got to work, I have those little. Um, airborne tablets mm-hmm. so I popped one of those <laughs> and I was just like we're going what's for next it. what's next um
0: yeah and then mine so what uh <laughs> took I, I called off last Tuesday for it went to a uh, little clinic and they gave me a z-pack and cough medicine and uh so and then I took the day and she was like and I knew her and she's like so when do you want to go back to work and I was like Like I, realistically, I know that I can go back tomorrow and I was going to go back the next day, but I was like, had I known that I would have like called in and been like, ah, man, I, yeah, they said it's COVID. I got to be out for five days, guys. (laughs) And, um, so I go back in on Thursday and then, uh, Friday as well. And I think it was, was it Friday? mm, Wednesday. No, that was Tuesday. So Wednesday, and Wednesday, uh, I went to the pharmacy and jumped right into it, and I was still wasn't at, I was probably operating at maybe 50% uh, realistically, and then I went to the pharmacy, picked up my z pack, popped my first pack, and I don't know if it was just, like, coming down from resting or just getting taking the day off and still, like, with my symptoms, but, like, Wednesdays are not the day to not be at your peak game because yeah. you have four trucks I have to pull two of them myself and it's like I have to operate this power jack and I almost want to be like call my uh, Derek guy and be like Tyler you know I'm on these antibiotics and you know it says I'm not supposed to operate the power jack so I'm yeah, gonna have true. I have to have you pull and so it was just like and I'm not even kidding you like I'm this is a bad joke bad joke dark humor be ready I'm saying it I felt like a chemo patient after several rounds of chemo because I was stopping every 15 feet and just, like, taking two breaths. Like, that's, I'm not exaggerating, like, what my symptoms were. Like, it was fucking bad, Ben. Like, I was, like, like, I felt like I should have had a cane or something walking around because it was, like, I, it took everything for me to make it through. And then I was, like, by 930 after the last truck came, I was just, like, I am out of here, Bella. I got I I can't, I can't even stand up right now, like. Just what a day feel useless. Enough of this. Good lord. We're just talking about sicknesses and energy drinks. This is why our episodes with solo don't succeed. I just I think if they just skip to you know, about the twenty five minute mark of each episode they'd be <laughs> like, Oh, substance. There yeah. it goes. Or they, don't,
1: they they look and they don't see a title with so and so, they're like, fuck that. Uh, that yeah, was it's like, nine. I don't have time
0: for this. And so, even, uh, you could if you've mastered the art of listening podcasts at times to speed, like I have. And it's, I can't do it. It's a game changer, man. It's-
1: I, it depends. I, there are certain podcasts where I can do 1.5, mm-hmm. but I even have this one podcast that I haven't listened to in forever. And, uh, I don't think he's still active, but it's called, uh, it's, um, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, Mm -hmm. and it's basically, like, three to five hour long episodes. Jesus Christ. And it'll basically be talking about, like, you know, for example, uh, I don't know if this is an episode or not, but, like, The Fall of Rome. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, very detailed. He'll start out, like, literally how everything started, how they... Do day to day. I'd then fall like, asleep in the first twenty. I wouldn't make it. I just find like I. I just find it very interesting, but the, the speed at which he talks though mm-hmm. is like if I sped it up, I would. I would not be able to keep up with it
0: well that's like our podcast like when i speed up our podcast i talk super fast but yeah. i talk fast naturally anyway and then you kind of talk a little bit yeah. slower so it's like yours sounds like normal talking Mine's i'm like, like william
1: shatner and, and mine like, sounds like i
0: just did a line and it's like whoo um two bears one cave." but sometimes i have to dial that one back down to 1.8 just yeah, Bert but, can because it's yeah it's the really, same thing as us yeah. it's like Bert can go and tom's like really quiet and reserved. Um, Hawk vs. Wolf, Tony Hawk's podcast That one's easily at two times um, Nate Bargazzi's is easily At two times, uh, Nate Land uh, Steve, uh, Steve-O's Wild Ride, it depends on the guest uh, yeah. So Anyway, enough of that God dang it, like we so don't telling me about all
1: these other podcasts you can go listen to Right now <laughs> They're like, oh, that one sounds cool. (laughs) I want to know.
0: I want to know how many coughs you edit. So when you edit this, I want to know how many coughs you take out. (laughs) (coughs) I'm
1: going to keep that one in just for semantics.
0: Uh, I don't think that
1: was the right word, but fuck it. Keep uh, that one,
0: too. On this episode of uh, Growing Pains is what we're going to call this, Um, I'm kind of, oh, my God, here we go again. Carson talks about how he's 30 and he's getting older and he's having a breakdown and blah, blah, blah. You know, woe is me yeah that's basically it so if you want to skip this episode I you've already heard it but um kind of a mental health update kind of uh just a self-check-in and I kind of told the group chat told a few people like you know there's a lot that's going on and I'll be uh 30 in less than 25 days now from now and uh maybe 24 it doesn't matter and the more I think about it, I think psychologically I'm putting myself through this fictitious like mindset of a midlife crisis that yeah. doesn't need to be because it's nothing's changing. The only thing that's changing is I just made another decade. Yeah. Uh, decade is ten, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna do math problems. Decade is ten, right? <laughs> uh, and it's like I didn't expect to make it this far I didn't expect to make it to 25 I didn't know what came after 22 after me and uh Nikki broke up I didn't I didn't I never know what's coming next and so like to be here in this position and now older more mature and I look at kind of both the negative things that come with that as well as like the positive things that have come from that and like almost like a self-reflection which is what i'm kind of doing in the days leading up to this uh which we're in Lent right now and i talked to trevor about it and i'm doing my own version of lint yeah. where it's like i'm spending these next days uh leading up to my birthday not i'm not going to do the whole 40 but because i'm going to have probably a little bender after i turn 30 but i'm just like self-reflecting and seeing like okay what where was I what were things that I'm proud of what were my accomplishments what looking back at the past and then looking at everything that is in my future and where my future is going and kind of taking it one at one of those at a time though because I think that looking back I've never really been proud of myself or anything like I I have in an egocentric way like A selfish way of like Oh I've done this This and this And like I'm proud of myself Pridefulness In Mm -hmm. a sense of uh, Some things that I've done Um, And I know that There's some things That I've A lot of things I don't want to sell myself short That I've done that Brought really good Things into My actions Or my words Or anything that I've done But I don't feel like I'm doing enough And when we've Talked about that um, But kind of like I give us some examples of like where i was where i am now and some of the goods and then we'll dive into the bads and flip it on the format it no that doesn't even matter because we'll go off topic um almost a year ago today i had a horrible credit i had ruined my credit over my 20s um i was uh irresponsible with my money still am uh, but had really bad credit and over the past year i kind of realized like I don't even say the past year. Like, the past year, I was raised my credit significantly, but I tanked it a while ago, and it's like, okay, this is a problem. Let me find a solution for it. And having a big boy job and big boy money now, I was like, this is the time to kind of get my shit together in this regard. So I did. I took the time. I met with my financial advisor. I mapped out a plan. And then slowly and slowly and slowly, up 30 points, up 20 points, up 17 points, up seven points. And I got to a point where I was like, this is a good score. And a very short amount of time, I might add, it did not take a lot of, it took time, but it didn't take a lot of time to get it to a safe point of credit. And... So I was like, okay, I did this and I should be really proud of this. And then same thing that I talked about with like my job. Like I started as a cashier, uh, one of the bottom of the range uh, clerks during COVID because I was bored out of my mind with music being shut down and I just needed something to do and to socialize again because I was going nuts and started as a cashier at my job And worked my way up from there into customer service and from customer service into a uh, uh, assistant manager customer service or assistant (laughs) assistant customer service manager. And then from there became a manager on duty for my store and a store leader. And I look and I was like, all within two and a half years, when people wait six to ten years just to even make it to the spot I'm in right now. And it's like all because of my skill set and how strong i am and things that i'm good and brought to the table but like it and then i look the reflection of like i'm two spots two tiers away or two positions away to having my own store like i skipped like half the steps like Mm -hmm. half the you have to be this for this uh or this position for this long you have to do this for this long and um You have to have experience with this, this, and this. And I was just like, I was shot up the ladder. And it's something that I kind of take for granted because it's like, yeah, I'm really good at it. But, like, I also need to be humbled by it to say, like... I thought like I was being a little brat when I was like, I deserve this. And I was like, no, I, there's people who have waited for this and here I am with that. And I should be really thankful for that because this has set me up for a career with a union or salary, um, and job stability and comfortability. And so it's like, this is a really good thing and it's the most consistent, happy, especially with the transfer that I've been in a long time until recent events but we'll talk about that that's not it's not the work that's I'm not happy with it's my life that I'm happy with but so the positives of it is like that's what I'm saying is I I look back and I say what are my accomplishments right that I've done and it's like I don't think of anything because like my depression or my anxiety is getting in the way of it and I take the time to self-reflect and be like look at where you were and look at where you are now. And I'm still not perfect. I still am a human being, and I fall, and I'm still not happy with myself completely yet and love myself the way I need to to be a better friend to myself. But I look at, like, oh, I have made progress at least, and I am still climbing to make progress. So,
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, I like to measure... I'd like to, like, try (laughs) and measure my life in like, um, I guess like bigger intervals Mm -hmm. because it's almost like when, like I'll make the analogy of like when you're working out, you're trying to get fit. And when you look at yourself in the mirror every day, you're not necessarily going to notice like your progress because it's like, obviously it doesn't happen overnight. You're not going to like, look at yourself in the mirror, go to the gym one night and come home. And you're like, just buff all of a sudden, right? Like it takes time. And so Mm -hmm. like, I'll have to look at like, you know, older pictures of myself that I took last year or whatever and say like, Oh, like I, I have made progress since then. And I like to try and attribute that to my personal life because it's like, you know, I, I feel like I'm in a decent position at work to where, um, I'm making pretty decent money. Um, but sometimes I feel like, oh, you know, I should be, um, you happy know, with my job. I should be happy with my job. I should be maybe trying for a new opportunity or something like that. Um, but when I think about it, it's like, you know, I've, I've been at my job for almost four years now. Mm-hmm. I started, you know, basically $11 an hour, working at, like, not the bottom rung, not that there is a bottom rung in a right. car dealership. It's a, you know, it's a team effort. But, like, one of the, you know, Base lower level. positions where nobody answers to me, but, you know. Entry, I,
0: an entry-level yes, position. Yeah, yeah
1: entry-level, had never worked in a dealership environment before. Um, to then, I guess, a year and a half later um, moving to an advisor position, uh, service writer position. And then six months later now in the job I'm currently in, um, where I'm making not twice as much as I was making before, but like pretty close. Like, Mm -hmm. and so when I look at it that way where I'm like, you know, four years ago I was working for less than like what you can make at, aldi or like whatever (laughs) not looking down on that position at all no but but it's like when you're in that moment you think like oh eleven dollars an hour that's awesome yeah and then like Mm -hmm. the next thing you're like oh fifteen dollars an hour that's awesome Mm -hmm. but then like when you are making more than that it's like i can't believe i like gave 40 hours a week for that much like for that fucking for pennies basically (laughs) Mm -hmm. compared to what i make now um and I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to like sound braggy, but that's just like kind of the way I have to look at my life um, through the lens of like, I've worked hard for, for where I'm at. I had to lubricate the... God, I didn't like that word. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the other thing, you know, is like not taking my position for granted and realizing that, you know there are other people who don't get the same opportunities as I do, even if, you know, they work as hard as I do or work harder than I do. Mm -hmm. And they may not necessarily ever get to that point. And so it's like, I have to appreciate, appreciate what I have. And just across life, I mean, you know, I have a house, I have a car that's paid off. um, I'm able to pay all my bills. We're able to also, you know, do stuff on the side and, Um, you know pursue photography and like all that kind of stuff and then when you kind of put things into perspective then you can be like okay well maybe my life isn't shit (laughs) and it's not that bad you know
0: yeah and like I, when you were saying and opening up with that like the you look at your life in intervals like there's I don't know how I'm gonna plug this out, or if I'm just saying this for dead space and air talk but like, if I'm going from my house to Legends, I look at it as in it's about a 35 minute drive if I'm driving, uh, 42 if it's before or anywhere or between five and six. And I look at it in intervals. Like, interval one is leaving Hamilton and getting on to the express or getting on to uh, 128. And then, second one is Coleraine and yep. getting on to 275. And then from 275, getting on to 71. And once—so I look at it and, like, I'm at this level, like, blocks of, like, time-wise of what I know. And I kind of—that's what I'm kind of adapting to life is, like, okay, I made it out of the city, and now I'm on the back road of—I'm this uh, uh, two-lane road. I don't, it, it's dark at night sometimes. If something stops in front of me, I have to stop with it. it it's an, an unknown road where it's like yeah. any unpredictable. <laughs> and then once I get onto cold rain, I can, you know, let it fly again and I can kind of coast and be happy and content with where I just got out of. And then once, it's not the right analogy, never mind, because I don't know the back half of the end, end result, but it's like, Plug that analogy of like when you
1: take things in intervals and you can look at them through different things. Well, I mean, you know, life is kind of like a commute. I mean, we all commute Mm -hmm. literally and life is a commute figuratively, like you're commuting from birth to death. And it's like some people's commute is really shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, And sometimes you'll hit a point where you hit four green lights in a row and you're like, man, like this fucking is awesome. Uh, me on my way here today. And then you get T-boned and you're like, <laughs> okay, maybe that, not. That wasn't part of the plan. And then you get your car fixed and you're back on the road and it's kind of like. And you get a settlement. And sometimes you, and like, that's the thing. Like when you're commuting to work, you have to worry about all these other outside influences. Mm-hmm. When you're like, look, I know that I'm capable of doing what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Of getting point A to point B. But if some jackass is going to... Abrupt my day. <laughs> <laughs> like, then I can't really do anything about it. I just have to kind of roll with it. Your fucking analogy is so much better. I hate my life. You uh, connected it, though. Like, I, you started it, I, I connected I, it, it's all good. We got there. Sometimes uh, you need to, like, flesh out an idea. Mm-hmm. and then Because I, I don't always have the best words to, like, explain certain things. Especially when I'm talking about something I don't know like a whole lot about. Like, I feel that way when I talk to Trevor a lot because he's mm-hmm. very well read and very, I'm like, <laughs> his vocabulary is, is high end. So when I I'll say a certain thing one. and he's <laughs> like, hits me with this big paragraph, and I'm like, dude, that's like literally exactly what I'm like, my mind is thinking, but I can't piece together the idea mm-hmm. into like a coherent sentence (laughs) i texted
0: him privately about lint because i remember he was talking about it and the the whole the basis of from the podcast episode and i texted him and i said explain what lint is to me again in the concept um but explain it to me at a fifth grade or below level is literally what i said and he was like okay and he broke it down and then he i was like the first one was fine then he hit me with a second one the second one was like Man, you could have just kept the first one, you had me, and I was like, I got it. And then you dropped that second one, and I was like, I'm lost again. Um, The the thing is with, like, the negatives of, like, the unknown and, like, fearing the unknown. We're segwaying this into past episodes, too. Again, I realize that, but it's, like... I live my life kind of with a set agenda of, like, my agenda, and I have talked about that before, like, I have, I, I know exactly how my day is going to go down, this is what I have plans, and I like to be, I'm an on-time person, too, so, and on-time people hate disruptions, so, like, today was a really bad day of miscommunication with me and my mom, because I, it was my day off, and I had a whole day plans i had the whole day plans out and then i go home last night tell her i was like yeah tomorrow i have this 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 and then so i probably won't be home most all day and she goes oh well i have this and this in the morning and then one of those things was dropping off the dog at the groomers and then from dropping the dog off at the groomers uh it, it, like her plans and my plans didn't it, it disrupted the entire day for me, and it was unavoidable. And so it threw a it, it, lack of communication on both of our ends, but because I didn't tell her that I was going to do this, this, and this, but I did tell her that I had to do this, and I had to do this. That was things that I told her had to be done. And then she came at me with, no, you have to do this and this because I made plans for that. So I had to take the dog to the groomers, had to get the oil change, had to go wash the car, had to clean the car out. Um, and then I was supposed to not, and then, uh, she was going to go with a friend. Uh, but anyway, all that to say, because I had to drop my dog off at the groomer, I couldn't run errands because when I would have to pick my dog up, I have to go pick Monkey up. Like, I can't just be out running around in Westchester if my dog's ready to be picked up at the groomer because that – anyway. So it I had to cancel my midday plans because of that. And then I had to move my haircut because of that. And then I had like I had to literally adapt. And it, it – I, I don't know. It just threw off my day because I was supposed to go shopping with Heather in the cold today. Uh, as well and just it, it was supposed to be my day off and if it, I want my day off I wanted to, like I don't know it just kind of pissed me off that because I did tell her to schedule the dog to get uh, a, to groom the dog for her, her air appointment I didn't think that she would be I didn't think that she would plan to do it on my day off, which is written on the calendar. So she sees my schedule. Like, I I write it every week, and she knows that my days off are important to me because I don't get them very often. Sometimes I pick up my sixth day. So, um, but like, just negatives with the future and thinking about that and how things, how like psychologically, I think I'm very depressed again, Um, and my depression is also giving me anxiety and thinking that it's affecting my work. It's affecting kind of my home life. It's affecting my personal life in a way of, like, I'm kind of shutting down again, and I kind of realize it. Like, Renee has texted me a handful of times, and I'm kind of just – I don't take the time to call her and, you know, have a full-out conversation. I'm not messaging people. Uh, constantly like ahead of time to make tentative plans to like oh let's go lunch on this day let's do a FaceTime call on this day. Um, my social life is honestly the older I get. I it, Q is right. I'm a hundred percent an introvert, not an extrovert. And I used to think that I was an extrovert because I would never. I didn't like being at home and doing nothing. And now all I want to do is be home and do nothing. Yeah. And it's when I think about that, it depresses me because I. I do enjoy people. I do, I, mm, I do enjoy people that make me feel happy and like a part of their life and enjoy, enjoyable to be around outside of work, like with shows and things and skate parks and things like that. And so I got in this mindset of like, I think that I because of how I'm acting right now, things are bad enough to where it's like, if I'm going to practice what I preach, then I think I need help and I need help from not just accountability, I think I need to start therapy again. So I went to work in, uh, let's say, third, yes, two, mm, Tuesday, I went into work, and I pulled up our, uh, employee assistant, mm, EAP, employee assistance program, sure, call it that, um, And uh, dialed the number and got my appointment booked for next week. And I get six sessions free. And then from there, they can direct me to either... uh, 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 Wow. Uh, A psychiatrist or a a counselor or a therapist. Like So they can direct me to next steps after that, too. And I looked at it with my current insurance. It's basically going to be free of charge. And I was like, this is really it's really big for me because like i haven't done this in years but i also didn't realize that until self reflecting that i needed to do this for myself because getting older i'm i'm not as young and naive as i used to be and carefree because i have to actually start thinking about adult decisions i'm in an adult role as a manager i am a caretaker for my mom i'm a caretaker for myself because i don't have anybody that uh, I can depend on or lean on when I need to directly. Um, and so when I thought about that, I was like, okay, I have to get therapy. I have to get help because if I can't help myself, then I can't be there to help others. And that's what, go, looking back, that's all I used to do was help others and be supportive for each others and it be a resource for others to use and talk to as like an arm armchair psychologist. And I was like, I miss the old me. And I'm not myself, and I realized that, and I don't know when or where I lost it. Um, Because, like, when we go out to concerts and shows, like Mormon Jean, I was socializing all night. I was with Jasmine, I was with Ethan. Like, I was bouncing around all night, having a great time, great show, amazing get home the next day, or go to work the next day after that, and it's just like, I don't want to be here for the four hours that I'm here. I don't—and then go home after that, take the day and just watch TV. It's like I shut down again. So I think what I'm trying to—one uh, other monologue. But I, when I was at Best Buy years and years ago, one after I transferred from Lexington, when we moved back to Cincinnati, I moved to the Florence store my manager there at the time who uh because I was always good at my job because I was friendly and comfortable with people but I would I wasn't on their backstory I was not on Best Buy's agenda to sell 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 and uh upcharge or upsell and you know their Florence's store was to sell like they were all sales driven they were credit card application driven this at the time so I'm not definiting them or anything like that but And then from the Lexington store, it was about more customer service, you know, just being nice to people because Lexington and Florence, they're both in Kentucky. One has a Southern hospitality kind of uh, role models, their store, and then Florence was the second biggest in the district. So, of course, they're going to be about sales, and I wasn't on that. Anyway, back to what my manager told me one day, pulled me inside in the office. They're like, you know, we, uh, Kyle, or transferred you and he said this guy's the shit he's really good he knows his stuff he's super friendly he is great with customers hyped me up like I like I'm supposed to be and I was like yeah I was good at what I wanted to do and he said I think you're a really good actor <clears throat> I think that you act like you know what you're doing you act like you can handle your shit and like you're you're great at this and that and I was like I think I thought about that a lot because what he was saying was you're good at acting like you can be the best at your job while not making, but you're not making sales. You're not putting out branded payments. You're not adding protection plans. And it's like, yeah, because people don't need all that shit. Like people just want advice and they want to, they want to feel like buying this route. So I was on a different agenda with them. Um, but I think about that a lot where it's like, you're a great actor is what he said to me. And I was like, I think that's applicable to me in a lot of different ways is because I do act a lot uh, as far as just putting on a smile when it's showtime, uh, putting on a game face when it's game time, going to work, situation happens, keeping my composure. Um, did I speak about the power outage uh, last episode? Yes. Uh, I did. Pretty sure. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Like the power outage. Like I'm losing my shit, but I had to keep it cool for my team for the two hours. And my manager also was there to calm me down. It's like being under pressure. Moments like that, and it was just. It's gotten to the point where it's like this has built up to the point where it's giving me depression. And with depression, I'm getting anxious in situations again. And then it's also causing me some side anger, which I'm. I haven't seen. I haven't seen a lot of anger come out from me over the past months or weeks, but I, I've i seen moments where it could have been. so.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like, yeah, like having to like be on all the time is um, kind of draining, um, especially like being in like a customer-facing job where, you know, you kind of like have to at least pretend that you care, mm-hmm. you know, even if you don't, like you have to at least pretend that you care and pretend that whatever problems that customer is facing, even if it's like, they're not carrying the brand of peanut butter you did. They didn't stock the peanut butter that they like that week or something. You have to like, Oh yeah. Like that's really frustrating. Like if I didn't have my favorite peanut butter, like I would be, mm-hmm. I, my match life would just energy, be, yeah. you know, got to match their energy. And it's like being on all day and then like coming home and it's like, you want to shut off and mm-hmm. like, not play that part but you also don't want to come off as like a dick <laughs> mm-hmm. you know because it's like sometimes I get home from work and maybe I just had like a, a slow day or you know like I'm just ready to just turn off go home and like you know I'll just be like d- doing the motions and Katrina's like are you okay and I'm like I'm good I'm just like I I just like I am off right now like mm-hmm. mentally socially I'm just like charging my batteries. (laughs) Yeah. Really. And it's like, you know, I get, I get in a certain zone, but it's like, um, not being comfortable, not becoming like, um, complacent in that, like in that zone of like, I'm going to shut off mentally, emotionally, socially, because, you know, I, I think it's good to do that Mm -hmm. every once in a while. But it's like you have to also, you know, feel like feel your emotions and like talk about what's bothering you instead of just kind of like, oh well, I don't want to bug you about it and I don't want to talk about it because then it's like on oh, my on my mental again. Right. And it's kind of like a, a
0: blockade for me too. Of like, I haven't cried in a while. Uh, the only, Actually, I've been making myself cry because I've been watching New Amsterdam or restarted watching New Amsterdam. And good night. I'm a very, I'm Pisces, so I'm very um, sen- not sentimental. Is that the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? Emotional,
1: empath. Empathetic? Yeah. Like you feel hurt for other people? If
0: I see somebody cry and I want to cry, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, New Amsterdam will do that to you. So it's been, you know, a helpful release of that. Uh, and then I did end up buying, like I said, an Xbox and found Forza for a steal again finally. And so I just played Forza and it's just been like a new therapy for me of just like finding time to just focus on a game where all I'm doing is racing a car and winning because I have it on set on easy because it's just fun that way. And but these are long races and it's just like to distract my mind from reality in a positive way. And it, it's been helping And then I thought about like, I don't know, like with growing pains and turning 30 and like, I have all these plans. I have all these dreams. I still have my vision board and back to full circle of like, what, uh, look at what all I have achieved and then look at what I haven't achieved. And it's like, okay, it's time to get back to the basics. It's time to rebrand yourself or rebuild, not rebrand, rebuild yourself and realize and rebuild. Shut out boundaries, because you knew where that was going. And I have realized it, so now it's time to rebuild. And I think that I want to get back to the basics and take it one step at a time. So, like, I have this thing planned for... I have my idea of what a vision... I have... This is, again, back to you're my counterpart with this. We're going to do a photo shoot for my 30th, obviously, because it's a big deal for me, and I think everybody does for a decade, you know? And so we're going to get back to the basics. You're going to do a photo shoot for me. Um, I hit up James Roberts, and and I hit up Sandwich, and I have this idea. I don't know if I want to announce it, because I've kind of, like... First of all, I don't know if I'm going to commit to it, but I have this idea of a teaser that I want to film... For something that I want to get back into passionately and and not competitively. And you read between the lines, people. Figure it the fuck out. Basketball. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, ha- I wanted to make like this two-minute teaser. And then I would have a monologue over it with just like clips and, it, you know, just like this real like, hype my own self up about it so I can believe in myself again and because it's been a long time and it's like I'm I have nothing to lose by it I enjoyed it this was a passion of mine why did I let that passion go and it's about that time with spring again so um I had that planned and it's like I have all these ideas planned out and then um I, I thought about going to London uh, see Beartooth on my birthday, which would be amazing. Um, maybe I'll buy $1,200 tickets. Maybe I won't to be determined. And then it's like, okay, so I have these ideas. All I have to do is execute them. That's the only thing that I have to do. All I have to do is text you next week with my days off and be like, Hey, I did get Saturday off. What time are you free? It's supposed to be 64 and sunny. And you'll be like this time, here's a check. Let's go shoot. And all I have to do is reach out to Sandwich and be like, okay, this is going to take a few hours, and uh, here's your deposit, and let's go. And here's where our first uh, spot is going to be. So the idea is there. If I execute those ideas, then that's the reality, and I made that happen. And with my art and with the art that you guys both provide, it's that's where the ma- magic happens. And it's like I said, it's back to the basics. So... That's the rebuild part is going back to the board and saying one thing at a time instead of looking at my to-do list. Like that's the opposite side of it is I've been looking at everything that I have to do and it's draining me because I'm thinking about the future and all the things that have to start happening for myself and all the things that I want to fix about myself or change about myself. I would say fix is a negative word and I want to use the word change for a better friend of myself and but I'm putting that I'm thinking about them all at once instead of one by one and that's what he needs to do and that's why I need to start getting help to get back on that alignment track to where my brain can relearn or find new coping mechanisms to get on that route again an easier route to where it's like i'm not panicked about this i'm not anxious about this i can do this because look at what i have done and look at where i'm going to do so full circle
1: hell yeah yeah i think um like looking at what you've done and looking what like what's next um i feel like sometimes it can be kind of daunting it's like walking into it's like you have a big grocery list mm-hmm. and you walk into Kroger and it's just like wall to wall people. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you like, I feel so overwhelmed cause I have so much to get done, but there's like so much in my way when really it's like, it's just yourself that's holding you back. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is just go in and get it done. Yeah. Because like I've, I've had stuff like that before where, you know, Right now, I've been thinking, like, you know, I want to get back into shooting for a publication. But it's just, like, I just haven't put the word out there yet, you know? And it's, like, all I literally have, I literally have connections, not even kidding, all Mm -hmm. over the country. Yeah. Even internationally, where it's, like, I could reach out to somebody and say, like, hey, I want to get back to shooting for a publication. Like, this tour is coming up. Like, hook me up and, you know, let's... Even if it's just like a one-time thing, you know, like for an Instagram post or like, you know, a digital issue, like, let's just get it done. But it's like, I haven't actually done that, even though it's like, you know, all I have to do is just say it, you yeah. know, just say the word and like, it'll happen. Um, but yeah, it's like, I, I try and live my life and when I'm measuring my goals... I'm at bigger intervals, but I feel like on my to-do list, it's more like baby steps with, cause I don't want to overwhelm myself and I want to take things one thing at a time. Cause like lately it's been like, you know, I'm saving up for a new lens so I can, you know, take better pictures and, um, not that you need like a uh, expensive lens to take good pictures, but
0: whatever. Yeah you want the lens and right. it, you feel like it it's was, a goal for me. It's a goal for you and it's tangible. And <laughs> it's something that would improve the quality of your work too.
1: Yeah. And it's like, I've been saving up for that. And then it's like, and now I'm seeing all these videos about film photography. And I'm like, well, I've been wanting to get into film photography for years. So it's like, now I'm researching like so-and-so film camera and like, what's the best film for this? What's the best film for that? And it's like, I have to stop myself from like one thing at a time, like mm-hmm. just one thing at a time. You know, hit this goal, and then once I hit that goal, then I can move on to the next thing. But it's just like, you know, try not to, like, overwhelm myself with everything and just, like, take it one thing, like, take it one step at a time. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what you were saying about the grocery store and saying, like, you know, you have this list. People are in your way. And I want to also circle back to that analogy. And it's like, yeah, sometimes I might have to go all the way back to the dairy and realize, oh, frick, I forgot the bananas and produce and have to backtrack and go yeah. get bananas. But at the end of the day, the checkout lanes are still going to be there. And there's going to be at least one cashier, hopefully, up there when I go back up to check out. It's just going at a different pace or maybe your pace or – the pace of what you thought you were going to be at changed because of a detour or something like that. So yeah. I want to add to that to your analogy too, because it's like, you know, we've said everything that we said in this podcast, we've said on previous episodes of the podcast. So great episode, but I, I still wanted to come on and say this too, because it's been fresh on my mind And I need to start talking about my feelings in a public setting and promoting it. And because a lot of people still at work, my work, listen to this. I don't know why. And I don't know why they say it's good because, you know, there I go again with like, is the content that I make even worth putting out, you know? And it's like, maybe not for me it isn't, but at the same time, it's helping me talk to somebody about my feelings it's telling people how I'm feeling and then somebody's listening to it and it might be two people at work who say you said this about this and I was like that really hit me or that I really grabbed hold of that because I've been feeling the same way too and we're all in this together and we're all a family you know it's just kind of like that whole cliche of like if I'm able to be open and transparent about it somebody might be like oh shit!" like. I can do that too. And I texted one of my former coworkers when I was telling everybody that I was going to start therapy. And she replied, you know what, you have, it was, you'd mentioned that before. And now that you're actually doing them, I had, you know, I planted the seed with her when I told her I was like, I might need to do this a while back. And then when I told her I was doing it, she goes, when you first told me that, I started thinking about it more and more. And I've also signed up for therapy since. And yeah. I was like, that's, that's the goal that's not saving a life or anything like that or being you know superheroes it's just like talking about mental health talking about our personal mental health with things and yeah. how we're all different but we're all the same and same hurdles and uh things that we face just different you know it's all the same but different. god dang this sucks i <laughs> it's it's the same but different that's here it's gone and then you know it's just like uh i need to Get back. That's why I said get back to the basics. Because I had smooth transitions, I had good cliches, I had great analogies. Now I'm just like my mind doesn't even want it. Got to think below an eighth grade level just to make a podcast work, and I don't know, man. But I just I want to be uh, the goal. uh, We're. The goal that I have is I just want to be excited for things again. I just want to be happy yeah. again and excited for things like um, LDB on the 18th or the day before my birthday. Like yeah. that's that's big for me because it's like, and I, honestly, the only reason I want to go is because it's on a Saturday and Knocked Loose is playing. And I I, I used to hate Knocked Loose. And now I if I get the opportunity to see Knocked Loose, I'm going to go see yeah. Knocked Loose. And so, but, and be with the homies and see you and then uh, stay the night in Louisville, whether it be in a hotel by myself, because I think that <clears> what I want to do is wake up in a hotel by myself on my birthday in a city that it's not home. Yeah, there, There's something about it when I w- went to Arizona on my 27th birthday and just went away from friends, family for a week uh-huh. on my birthday. And it was just like the coolest thing because I wasn't... I didn't have to be I didn't have to be Karsten at home. I could be Karsten on vacation on my birthday. And yeah. it was the best trip. Best trip. So yeah, that that's a goal that I have for me is to just that's what I want to gain. I wanna get back to me. I wanna get back to the basics. I wanna get back to the Karsten that was ma- making plans on his days off to get lunch or breakfast even, like wake up early and go talk to people go to shows network yourself myself like i you were talking about you know i have a bunch of connections that's what I used to do. I promoted myself, almost as like myself, to be like when I hit up Renee, her her friend had a podcast years ago, maybe still does. But I was like a mutual friend of ours, and I hit up Renee. And I said, "Hey, tell this person I want to be on their podcast. I I want to network myself and be on their podcast. So if they hear, if somebody else hears that, they can reach out to me." Yeah. When I was reaching out to other people, it's like, "Hey, me and Ben would love to be on your podcast, or I would love to come on your podcast and talk about this." I do my own, and. I just want to get back to that because I think it all comes back to sense of purpose. And right now I, I see a purpose for my life, but I don't see a, I don't believe in myself enough to see a purpose outside of just doing my job and taking care of my mom and this podcast. Like I don't see a, a, a further sense of purpose than that. So
1: Yeah, I I feel that. Um, and I, I, that's like the tough thing is like, I feel like my purpose or what I would like my purpose to be is, and this is something I heard, I can't remember if it was on a podcast or an interview or something, but the person on the podcast said, um, no matter what your purpose is in life, you should always strive to, when you have an interaction with someone, that that person exits that interaction in a better mood than they were when they entered the interaction. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, it's not necessarily you have to change that person's life or give them like mind-blowing information or advice. Sometimes it's just like, making them smile or making them laugh or, you know, just doing something nice for them. Um, you know, maybe if you're out with a friend, like you surprise, like cover lunch for them or something or, yeah. you know, just like doing something kind and not even just for people, you know, for strangers too. you know, just mm-hmm. being kind to people. And, and invite I invite think... that homeless man into your house for a week and let him shower. Yeah, exactly. and eat, you know Nothing can go wrong. Nothing. Um, and that's like kind of been my other purpose as well. To an extent, I mean, I like, I want to be that friend to where, like, if you're in town, you need a place to stay, like, you have a guest bed to sleep on.
0: Uh, Open door policy at my house. If you
1: are having a rough home life, you need to get out of your house, like, call me, like, I will have a cup, I'll have a mug of hot tea ready for you. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I want to be that kind of person to where, you know... You feel comfortable enough to be open, but also safe enough to, you know, if you need a place to stay, if you need someone to talk to, like that, like I can provide that for you. And I've, I've always been open that way with, with my friends and even out of town friends. I'm like, if you're like ever in Ohio or even like Kentucky or something in the tri-state area, you need a place to crash for the night, like anytime, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: Yeah, that's how Cincinnati, and I mean, not I I don't know a lot of people up in Hamilton anymore, but like, I mean, I still have the open door policy at that house. But Cincinnati was always open door policy. If you need a place and you have no place to go, come to my house. Like it was, it wasn't a party house, but I mean, it was. I had it was a revolving door at times, you know. Um, yeah, and just being able to be there for somebody, and it, that's yeah, that's what the message is. Is being there for somebody and being there for ourselves before we can be there for others. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Ooh, I, by the way, the song, (laughs) this is going to be a left field song for you that you're going to plug at the end. And I'll tell you off air because it's going to, nobody's going to see it coming. Um, so I already told about my goal. So let's just do on this one. I let we're going back to the basics, three positives. um, My first positive is that despite the financial drawback of what I've spent in the past two weeks, I managed to get the oil change, rotate the tires, get the dog groomed, spent money on a new concrete front porch step that was broken that our screen door wouldn't close on, and redid our entire backyard. On top of making sure all the bills were paid and um, splurged myself on a little bit of shopping. So the drawback is whew, I spent a lot of money the past two weeks. This past whole month I spent a lot of money. The positive with it is it was for a things that were necessary and things that improved overall quality of the house and my dog and the car and... Had to be done, so yay. Um, my second positive is that Norma Jean, uh, yeah, uh, second positive is Norma Jean, uh, did not. I didn't want to say I didn't expect it to be a good show, but I didn't expect it to be what it was yeah. of, a, of that <laughs> level, you know, a 19 song set list. Like, and I, when we saw that, I was like, there ain't no way. And they did. They Dude,
1: literally did
0: they that. They kept whole, the
1: energy the whole time. The
0: whole set. i made it up front as I always do. Even
1: through the pit drama, they it, kept the energy going.
0: I mean, talk about it. And, uh, Overall, it met uh, one of Jazz's friends, too. We're friends on Facebook. She's a tattoo artist, which is going to be my next, uh, third positive. Oh, uh, you fucking... Got to cock-lock go. you on that one. Um, I have not scheduled it yet, but I know what I'm doing, and I am going to make another tattoo appointment, despite... I'm not even going to tell her. I'm not... I, I, I know that's stupid, and I know that's disrespectful. <clears throat> I'm not even going to fucking tell her. It's just going to... It's going to be there. Yeah. So because I want it, it's something that I, uh, that I, I want it, I have it, I'm see it, I want it, I like it, I bought it, you know? Yeah. So third positive is, uh, you know, and that's going to be for my 30th too, you know? I should. And then when it, when she goes, like, I can't believe you got another one. And it's like, my third one, you mean? And so like, also, I turned 30. Three, three tattoos for my third one. Uh, yeah. uh, every year. And so if I make it to 80, I'll get another, you know, I don't know.
1: Every 10 years.
0: Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, three positives.
1: Yeah. I've kind of made a promise to myself to try and not get any more tattoos until I can afford to buy my lens I want. Yeah. It keeps me motivated. Um, speaking of motivation, that's my first positive. Um, I finally am getting to a point where, uh, getting back into being more motivated. Um, even at work, like not necessarily like go above and beyond, but just to like get things done that need to be done instead of putting them off and, like, my outside life, too. Like, obviously, I had to take quite a few nights off from the gym from being sick. But <clears throat> went last night, had a good workout, and just, like, feeling motivated to crush my goals and get to that next step. Um, positive number two, um, which, backstory on this, somebody... <laughs> took out $500 from an ATM. (laughs) There it is. Happened to you too, finally. I can't remember. I feel like I maybe talked about it in the last podcast about it actually happening. Um, I don't remember. But the positive is we got our money back, Um, which we got it back really quickly. And even after the guy said that we might get it back, may or may not get it back. Um, But that situation's figured out. And we also started a, um, like a high yield savings account, mm-hmm. um, which will be nice. Um, positive number three. March is going to be okay. a busy, fun, chaotic month for me. Um, We're going to be on airplanes doing our Zoom call podcast. <laughs> so starting with. I believe it's the second is uh, Bogarts for drugs. Who I'm pretty much just going for one five six silence and Callist mm-hmm. Um and also for drugs to play best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next weekend, That's I ha-
0: destroy rebuild until God shows for those newbies yes. out there.
1: And then. The following weekend, we go up to Milwaukee for Under Oath Tour, which I need to hit up Chris and make sure that I'm good to shoot it. Um, If not, whether or not, I'm happy to go. Yeah. It's going to be a fun time. Um, And also Katrina's going, which is going to be awesome. Um, Then LDB, of course, the following weekend.
0: May see you on Friday, too. Who knows?
1: Who knows, man. Um, And then... What else? I feel like... Oh, uh... End of the month. Oh, I forgot. The week after Drugs, I believe, is Chamber Mm -hmm. at Legends, which is... I think every time Chamber has come since, like, 2018, I've seen them. Just because, like, they put on, like, an insane show. Yeah. And, like, Ohio always just goes nuts. Like, Cincinnati goes nuts for Chamber. Um... But yeah, then the rest of the month uh, is kind of just, I don't really have anything super concrete planned. Uh, I know there are other shows coming up, but it's definitely going to be a busy, uh, busy, busy time. And um, yeah, that's, that's it. That's all I got.
0: That's all I got too. Yeah, that's it um don't forget to drink your water that was it <laughs> i don't need silver lining i don't need so much more Could find it if we knocked on heaven's door. I say, God, I'm only human. You'd say that's what I'm here for.
1: I spent my teens making out in the stairwell. Side of church that went long cause the spirit fell i was really trying to mean something
0: to someone at the time i just thought that it was